the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another Jets episode of Nick Jets, etc. podcast. And not with me, as always, my co-host, my pal, our boy, Alex, the Tratocaster 101. I hope you saw him on the New York Sports uh, shot with Dexter Henry. Uh, he's killing it out there. He's uh, he's uh, working on Nick's Fan TV right now. So um, I'm sure you uh, he's, we're going to add something at the end here. Uh, with him, he's gonna want to throw his thoughts on this game, but we 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 got to get it out. We got to get it out <laughs> of us. We got to get this poison out of us. Uh, we just got home, so from Met, uh, from Jet Life Stadium, as always, with me is our close my, our buddy, my pal, the third leg on the Jets, and of course, as you all know, on Winning Picks Weekly, our boy Greg. What up, Greg? What's going on, John? Tough day today. But I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to hear what the fans have to say. Jets Twitter obviously has been a buzz. And I'm excited to hear what you, what you, I mean, you're at the game, what it was like pre-game, during the game, all that stuff. So sucks that we lost, sucks that we lost to the Patriots, especially. But I think there were some positive takeaways from this game. Yeah. So as always, I love getting your take. And of course, I'm going to get Alex's take later, but of, what you saw on the television, what you, what you were, you know, live seeing on Twitter and what the announcers were saying and, you know, what, what's going on in red zone. Like I literally know when something's on red zone because my phone blows up. <laughs> it's on just, yeah. like, everybody, you know, goes and tells me about it. So straight up from the beginning, Jet Life Stadium today was popping, man. The parking lot was rocking early. Uh, shout out to Gotham City crew. Uh, dude, they were out there from, like, I think it opens at eight. So they were out there before like 750. It was dark out posting pictures, like waiting in lines. So shout out to them. Uh, we were, uh, with the dollar store, uh, jet tailgate. Uh, people are across the street from the jet tailgate and they were real nice to us. I let us park right next to them. Uh, you know, they inherited us. So we, we gave us some of our, some of their food. We were chilling with them. So the vibes were great in the parking lot. I didn't really see many Patriots fans, which is completely out of the norm. Even yeah. last year, like last year uh, was the first year without Brady. Um, and it was like, okay, you know, there's still Patriots fans. It's not as many, you know, 12s walking around. It's a little bit better. Just some tens. I could deal with the 10 jerseys, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, uh, but now this week it was a lot of Jets oriented and everyone was hyped, man. Everyone knew this was a huge game. And the Jets, yo, have real quick. I gotta start this off. Did anybody see or anybody post on Twitter that CJ Mosley came out with a Bane mask on? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know if that was you no. Know, as soon as he did that, I was like, this is gonna be either the coolest thing or the dumbest thing that we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. That was like I was already like, oh no. Uh, but shout out to Section One Eleven A. Uh, that's where I'm sitting today and uh, a bunch of season ticket holders and they were really cool. Uh, every day they're there. They were like, who are you? I was like out of the, you know, out of the ordinary. They were, they were really awesome. Uh, so shout out to them. The vibes in the stadium were so loud. They did the fireworks at 12. Everyone started laughing, but it worked. 
Uh, yeah, we were joking around. It worked, man. The stadium was really loud. I, I, everybody around us, including some of the season ticket holders, like, dude, I don't remember the last time I saw the players' anthem. I don't remember the last time I saw all this stuff. <laughs> you know, the pregame. We just don't. We, we're literally there at kickoff. So that's the, cool. Bo- the vibes are there, and the Jets play like it, Greg. Yeah, man. The Jets came out firing, man. This, the first half feels like 10 years ago at this point, <laughs> right? <laughs> From where we're sitting right now. But, dude. They came out firing the defense. I mean, let's, of course, we got the ball first and so we started out with a three and out. And I was like, we're all like, all right, here we go. <laughs> all right. Like three and out to the Patriots. But the defense, anything they threw at them, it, it wasn't the don't bend, don't break, which I hate. They didn't do that. They just didn't bend. They just, yeah. they, honestly, they were stopping. And the only, I mean, I can't avoid it. The only, they, they, look, look, credit to the Patriots. Every third down, which they got a lot of, they were chipping first and second down, and they got third and shorts, which is exactly what you want. And they exploited us exact like they must have been listening to the Nick Shetty Center podcast, Greg, because if me, you, and Alex have been screaming at this for I think two years now, you're gonna get Ramondre Stevenson out of the backfield, and you're gonna get the tight ends, and that's exactly what they did on every single third down, and they converted so many. All day long. Yeah, I think it started out three for three from third down. They might have kept that going. But, dude, Ramondre Stevenson was a problem. They got both tight ends going a little bit. I saw John New Smith out there. You know, he doesn't really get a ton of plays. But, I mean, he had three catches. Henry was out there. So, dude, it was tough to watch because you kind of knew what was coming. And you couldn't. we couldn't stop it today, which is unfortunate because – Besides the, besides the, besides Stevenson and besides the tight ends, I feel like we did a great job slowing down Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones had under 200 yards through a pick. Should, maybe should have been two. We'll talk about that. He looked like he was under I pressure. I, can, I don't know how much I could talk about it, Greg. <laughs> yeah. I, I legit he, don't know at this point. So, you know, I felt like our defense was doing a real good job. It's just offense putting us in bad positions, obviously, with the turnovers. And then just not being able to get it going. I mean, it was clear that, you know, Brees Hall wasn't back there. And it was clear that AVT wasn't blocking because Zach was running for his life a lot today. It was tough to watch. So let's just stick there before we get a little too detailed. But the Brees Hall thing, I, I really felt that, especially when there was one play. I can't remember when it was, but dude, Michael Carter let someone just fly right by him. On back yeah. protection. I don't know yeah, if that was on to, TV. Tried to, chi- tried to chip him, and it just did absolutely nothing. Dude, that was so <laughs> bad. I mean, <laughs> and I was, I was very, because I'm right, I was right behind the Jets sideline, uh, so I could, I was like seeing every single sub, uh, especially with the running backs, and I was like calling it out. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, Ty Johnson's here. And Ty Johnson was playing every third down, every important play. It was always Ty Johnson. Now, for that reason, Michael Carter got in there, and dude, we got wrecked, and then we ended up having to kick a field goal because of it. It's tough, dude. It's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And it's tough to see it over and over and over again. And again, it's one of those things like you said, it's tough to know what's coming and still have it happen over and over. But you mentioned I the mean, AVT thing. Was that, was yeah. that apparent? Was that apparent? Cause I, I, it's really hard when you're there to like assess like who on the offensive line is really killing it. Unless it's, unless like someone, you know, is getting sack after sack. Uh, of course, the red sleeves and Judon. I mean, dude, if you see the red sleeves, Run away. Like he's giving yeah. it to you. He's like, like, like Zach Wilson ran at him once. I was, I literally was wanted to close my eyes. I don't know if you remember that play. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was scary, man. Uh, he, he, he's a terror to the league and to the Jets. So I don't understand why I don't stay away from him. Anyway, was it apparent 
on TV where on the offensive line there was a lot of gift because as usual he was running for his life. But you said it was apparent that AVT was missing. Like was that apparent on TV or? I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily apparent, like, you know, like the pressure's always coming from the right side, but it was clear that, you know, we're down to our fifth tackle or whatever it is. And it's clear that we're we're not playing. The offensive line play has taken a step back from what it was two or three weeks ago. So I just felt like, you know, if we had AVT out there, I really do believe he's our best offensive player. Of course. That would have shored up a couple of things. That would have helped Zach Wilson with his timing. I mean, we all know with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is not good under pressure. He might be one of the worst quarterbacks under the pressure in the league. And he's great when he has a clean pocket. So when you when you can't block and you can't give him time to make a play, bad things happen. We saw it happen today over and over again. Okay. I I could definitely agree with that sentiment. It's, and I and I want to go into it. Uh, you know what? Let's let, let, let's let's just start because I'm staring at rep. Okay, AVT's gone, man. Yeah, he's gone. We just have to get over it. He's gone. Baseball's gone. Look at the stop even talking about them. They're gone for the next year plus. You know what I mean? They're, they're not even ready for week one. So let's just get over it. You know. So mm-hmm. I'm staring at you know McDermott and Remmers just standing right next to each other, just staring. You know, <laughs> like almost like in a movie, like just standing right there. They're not the answer. No. Right. So before we get into the specifics of this game, with the deadline coming up, uh, are you anticipating uh, like an offensive tackle move? I don't know. It really depends. It depends on a million things, but it really comes down to what Joe Douglas and Robert Sala and this this you know front office and coaching staff believes this Jets team can be. If they think we can be a playoff team that makes a push, I think that you do see a trade. Okay. I think. I think. Let's if, slow I down. Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. Right I, think just, I think if we're down. just trying to make the playoffs and we're like, okay, we're happy with, you know, a 500 season. It's a building season. See what we got with Zach Wilson. I don't know if we make a trade, especially because it depends. It really just comes down to what we're giving up. I mean, what we've seen with Joe Douglas so far is he's been an absolute wizard when it comes to making trades, both getting picks and then giving picks for great players. So, I think James Robinson played good today. It was great to see him out there already, even though he's only been in the facility less than a week. And he's a maybe, good runner. He's finding yeah, those holes. Yeah, and maybe it is. Maybe there is a good trade out there that Joe Douglas can finagle because, you know, I think you know it sounds like Fant may be coming back soon. Max Mitchell, I think, is available next week if he's you know if he's healthy. We also have a bye coming up, so it's like okay. You know, if if we trade for, if we trade someone or something for an offensive lineman, and then all of a sudden fans back, Max Mitchell's back, someone else gets a little healthy. It's like, okay, like what are we doing with all these offensive linemen? Seems like we can use them because they keep getting hurt. But you don't want to trade, you know, a fourth round pick or a third round pick, unless it's like Laramie Tunsil, who you think is going to be, you know, a future, you know, sure. left tight end, left tackle for the next five years that you know you can anchor this offensive line around. Okay. Unless and, it's that. And okay, let's, you know, let's talk about the Jets moves before this game. Something weird and kind of it's going through this narrative of what, you know, what are Joe Douglas, what is Joe Douglas and Robert Sala kind of see out of this season? Right before this game started, two days ago, we had Strevler, uh, <laughs> kind of move up and everyone yep. like, what's going on here to be about to be Taysom Hill. Uh, is there a trade imminent maybe with Joe Flacco or Mike White? We don't know what's going on. All of a sudden before this game started, 
I mean, if you're listening, like you think you're confused. I mean, we have the writers and the like. They're also confused. You <laughs> know, teams that follow the team and hang out with these guys every single day at work. They're also confused. We had Joe Flacco inactive. We had Streveler inactive. We had Mike White there. Okay, we're not sure what's going on there, but definitely something to keep an eye on, especially the way this game went. Let's get right into it, man. Zach Wilson. Okay, that's the topic. <laughs> that's the topic today. That's what everyone wants to talk about, and we're not going to shy away from it. We, we're going to let's just start with Zach Wilson because he's a quarterback. He was the second pick. That's what everyone is texting me about throughout the whole game. That's what's on TV. And like you said, Greg, he's rating at the bottom of the league in in a lot of categories. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it's it's fair in my opinion to start here. The first thing I want to say is it's absolutely hilarious that he says, I don't care about statistics after this game. <laughs> I also wouldn't care about statistics if every single time I play the Patriots, I have three to four interceptions. But listen, man, the first time he did it, we, were, we I remember going through every interception when I was there and after we dissected it. Some of them weren't his fault. Some of them were like desperation. It was kind of in and out. Yeah. He's today. Every single, I, I'm going to rewatch it in horror, but every single turnover by him was horrifically his fault. Like, like abysmally his fault. I don't know how else to put it, dude. What was he doing? He was just kept rolling. It's as if Bill Belichick wanted Zach Wilson to roll out and make a play. They're like, yeah. go ahead. You like rolling out? Roll out. Because then you close half the field. And we know you're going to be here, and we're going to intercept it. And we kept baiting it. He's like, oh, yeah, you like this play? Okay, go ahead. And it worked once, right? It worked once with Garrett Wilson. Yeah. It was a play action, and it worked. And everyone was like, oh, great design. Like, in the whole, you know, whole section, great design. That was amazing. Finally, that play. yeah. It's like the fourth time that's worked with Zach Wilson now, where he, like, you know, swings out. The guy, like, fakes and goes. Like, okay, we got something rolling. And, and Bell took, okay, keep going. <laughs> like, keep trying it. Keep trying it. And it led to interception after interception. So I want to, I want to hear your take on Zach Wilson. I want to hear what the Twitter world is saying about Zach Wilson real quick from your perspective. I know what the radio <laughs> was saying. The radio wants him cut, which I think is a little, a little, bit, a little bit tough right now. So what's, what's your take? I, it's his fault we lost today. I'm telling you right now. Oh, Zach yeah. Wilson, number one culprit of this game. Number one. Zach Wilson, number two, the referees, and and, and and number three, Judon, number four, Greg Zerline. Like that, that to me is literally the four. <laughs> and number five, Braden Man. Like that to me is the five that why reasons why we lost today. Like in order, in order. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. With you. It's funny that you point out special teams too because it's something that stuck out to me. You know, we had such a great special teams game against Green Bay, I felt like we haven't been able to recreate that now in back-to-back games against the Broncos, against the Patriots. Maybe there's better special teams. I mean, Green Bay historically is terrible at special teams, so maybe it was a little flash in the pan, but I saw what we're capable of, so I expected more from this team in special teams. I also saw what Zach Wilson's capable of in that Pittsburgh Steelers game in the fourth quarter, and today wasn't it. It was very clear it was a hundred percent on him. He made plays, and I again, I don't want to, I don't want to scorch him too much because I, ha- I want to watch the all twenty-two. Because from watching the game on TV, some of those interceptions he made today 
I didn't see a jet guy there wasn't. anywhere no, near no. it. Greg, you yeah. can have the all 22. You can have the all 44. You can go get a <laughs> helicopter. You can skydive in. Like, I'm plane. just like, where are you throwing it to? Dude, there was nobody near. The one where he was, he faked throwing out of bounds. Who did he fake out? Himself? What yeah. Was what, what? He was staring there for an hour. And he's like, I'm going to throw it away. And then he just threw it in bounces to the. Right to the defender. Like the defender just had to drop to his knees and catch the ball. Yes. He didn't have to make like a crazy play. That was, dude, that was a, that was like, a while. And did he get, uh, I, I, I just got home from the game. Yeah. <laughs> I literally did, I was listening to some of the radio press conferences. I was just a lot. I was a little bit Zach Wilson, but they only played clips of it because the Knicks game pregame was starting. So they were like kind of running through as, as yeah. they could. Uh, did Zach Wilson say it's not fun throwing out of bounds or something of that nature. Like he wants, to I didn't see that. Like, I, I don't want to like aggregate it, but dude, just throw the damn ball away. Like, because after he started actually throwing the ball away, everyone started booing him. But now, because we're now frustrated, dude, like now we're annoyed. Yeah. The boos are like, where was this before the three interceptions? That's why I would be booing him <laughs> if I was at the game. Like, dude, you have to learn. And he does it with his feet too. He's always trying to extend the play. He's always willing to get hit in order to extend the play. And then the, the terrible play happens. Like, dude, sometimes you have, sometimes a punt is an okay play at the end of a drive. If the drive's not going well, it's not if okay. it's Braden man, dude, not if it's Braden man. We have what one, yeah. one shank every couple of games. Listen, man, we can't be doing this against the Patriots. We can't miss field goals within 30 yards. Was it a 28 yard or something? What was it? I don't know. I'll look it up. But dude, dude I really, I was blown away. Shake that we a punch that. And do that. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up if that, if this keeps happening, bro. Like what more do the Jets have? To it was do? a 45. It was a 45 yard. Okay. Okay. Goal. 45. And okay. he got ran into. I was just like, how is that not a penalty? But again, we talked about it. The, the refs, it's tough. We said it in the preview. I'll say it again. It's tough to beat the Patriots and the refs in an NFL football game. Today was, as much as it was on Zach Wilson, I agree. There was bad plays. There was time after time, people on Jets Twitter, you wanted my, you know, the pulse of Jets Twitter from what I've seen all week long. There's a divide. There's a divide among Jets Twitter. Zach Wilson is good. Zach Wilson is bad. (laughs) And then there's the people in the middle that I think have, that makes sense, which is where I stand, is we just don't know what Zach Wilson is yet. People, like you're saying, calling in, talking about it. Oh, we should cut Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's not a franchise quarterback. I think this was his 17th game. I think like 18. 18th game. It's like, how do you know after 18 games if he's going to lead you for the next 300 games? Like, there's like a franchise quarterback's a really big deal, especially if you can nail it. I don't know if I've seen enough from Zach Wilson. I've seen bad. I've seen good. I, I don't know. Today, there was what I was going to say is the one big thing that people talk about is his feet, setting his feet off platform throws <laughs> and how he does it all the time. He did it eight times today, ten times today, where he's just sailing the ball over a guy. You don't need to do that. You can just take a second, set your feet, throw it correctly, or just throwing really short. There's a couple there was a couple times to running back check down guys, tight ends, where we could have got five or six yards and maybe extended a drive, but he's throwing it a yard short because he's not setting his feet and he's just making these very inaccurate throws. And eventually it's like, all right, dude, like What's the deal here? Like, what's going on? You're willing to extend the play and run. You're willing to get hit to make a play. Why can't you just set your feet 
and throw an accurate ball. Because we've okay. seen it before. There was plays today where he nailed it in there, and the defender just batted it down at the last second where I was like, dude, this is a franchise quarterback. Like He, Yo, he had amazing throws today, Greg. Yeah. Greg, he had he had five or six amazing throws. Like they, He had a couple to Garrett Wilson who – Dude, he finds a hole when he gets the ball. Like, talk about yak. He's made for Michael Floor. <laughs> like, he's been in Michael Floor's basement <laughs> somewhere. Like, it's, it's, it's in his lab. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, but then at the same time, and I, I, I guess, I, I guess we have to talk about it at this point. Elijah Moore, he's done. He's done with this team. Dude, yeah. they, they targeted him once and it was the worst throw I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was like a bounce. He was I don't I don't know I don't want to say whether he was open or not. I didn't really notice that he was open. I was looking for it, John. You said it going into the game, like, okay, like first play of the game is gonna be like go to Elijah Moore, get him involved. And I was looking for him all day today. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think this people are saying on Twitter, I didn't see the snap counts yet. He got like a handful of snaps today. He was barely involved. So I agree I, with you. I think I, he's I was gone. calling it out almost every time he was out there. And it was very rare. It was very rare. Jeff Smith got a lot of play. I, I would guess off the top of my head that Jeff Smith and Moore had the same exact amount of snap counts. Snap yeah. counts. I'm not joking. And another thing, I know that we love Corey Davis, right? And he comes through clutch. Let me just tell you right now because we're on the offense. Denzel Mims. He could do exactly what Corey Davis does. I'm, 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 I'm just, he does exactly what he does. Yeah. To me, it's just like, it's like, you know, there's a step down. It's like he, he can do exactly what Corey Davis does when he does everything perfectly. He just does everything perfectly a lot less than Corey Davis. That's what makes Corey Davis like a, a good wide receiver in the NFL. And that's what makes Denzel Mims like a wide receiver five. It's like if he can be consistent with how he plays football snap in and snap out okay yeah i think he could be great he's a big body he had a great catch today great run after the catch but it's just the consistency that's what separates these guys and i would love to see mims get more involved and do something jeff smith too had a nice catch at 1.2 for like 20 something yards 23 yards yeah he he was nice today he uh i think he made a play on special teams as well yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he he played well. Of course, Conklin back in the game, number one tight end in fantasy. I'm pretty sure uh, so far, uh, he killed it today with the two touchdowns. I love CJ Uzama with everything in my heart. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, I I love when he's in, dude. I know he's about to lay lay someone out, and he did. And he like gave up his wrist. I thought he broke his wrist, dude. He hit him. He one of his really big hits. I gotta find it. I forgot it was early. Obviously, everything good happened in the first half. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, that I dreaded third quarter. Wrist, and then, like later on, I saw him back, and he made another big tackle. I was like, "Let's go!" Another big <laughs> stop. I was like, "Yo, CJ, I love you, man. Uh, keep doing what you're doing." I, I'm. I'm tell you what. First of all, I came to. It took so long to mention this. Did you realize the score is twenty two seventeen? Like what exactly what we talked about. This is exactly you said it's gonna be a weird score, twenty two seventeen. This is exactly what the bill score was two times in a row, twenty two seventeen. I I I didn't wild. realize it was seventeen. I didn't realize twenty two seventeen was the number we we're talking about. I remember you saying how crazy of a number twenty two is to get to and how weird it is, and everyone keeps picking it. So I picked it to be fun. Um obviously I had it the other way, I had twenty two for the Jets, but 
it didn't seem like that crazy. So maybe I was just out of my mind. I don't know how they got to 22. Just a lot of field goals, I guess. So let's talk, talk a lot of field goals. Dude, Nikki Falk hasn't missed in year. Dude, Nikki Falk couldn't hit anything with the damn Jets a, a decade ago. I don't understand, man. I don't understand. He's a monster with the pick. He didn't miss anything, dude. I was, he couldn't just give us one. If he if he just missed one field goal, Greg, because if we just hit the one, everything would have been different. But speaking of things that are different, it's insane. It's insane. I feel and speaking like, of scores, I, I I I it was about to be seventeen three, Greg. The the Herald seventeen three. Every that's everything I want in my life for the Jets to be up seventeen three. Right. It happens to always, it's always the opposite. We did, we did it in Green Bay and I was like, Oh my God. And it was about to happen today and it did happen. I saw it. And this is the second game I've been to this year, Greg, that there's been a pick six called back. I can't handle it anymore. I can't handle it. That pick six being called back for John Franklin Myers, quote unquote, by the referee hitting him too hard is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Disgusting. I can't, I can't believe it. The, like that, that was such a turning point in this game. And they came back and they scored three. Like, thank God for the Jets defense. That's where you bend, don't break, right? Cause like you're, they're already in bad territory and they only gave up three. But they, dude, how, gave, how they, was that a penalty, Greg? How? And how was that a penalty by Mac Jones dropping his head in the last second and C, and, uh, CJ Mosley hitting him with his shoulder? How? I don't know. Like I said, it's tough. It's tough to beat the refs, man. It really is. And it just seemed like every single call was going the Patriots way. I mean, uh, the Mac Jones thing, I'll start with that because to me, I was, I was honestly more upset with that, with him sliding in CJ Mosley getting hit. Like he's a runner. He's fighting for yardage to get a first down. He's going ahead. Our defender, our defender is trying to stop him from getting a first down. Like it's not like in, it's not like the play is over. It's not like it's 10 yards past the first down and we're fighting over it. Like they're at the line to gain. Like they're trying to stop. They're playing football and he chose as a runner to dive with his head. I think it was a great play by CJ to not hit him head with the helmet, lead with his shoulder. He did everything right. How is it, how is a diving defender or sliding defender, whatever you want to call it? airborne supposed to adjust to someone dropping his head to where he's already going like it's it's so insane they've been talking about it in the nfl for years and it's still a problem i, don't, I really don't know what to do about it because he's a runner greg like you he's said a runner like, if, if that's a running back are you calling that a penalty right Straight that's up. what i'm saying he's never like, oh my god dude it's crazy I- you like you're giving them third. You're giving them a first down because of that, man. Like, it, like what what's crazier at this point? Like that play or the 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 pick six that you're taking back for roughing the passer for hitting him too hard, or is it the last year's uh, uh play or uh, what's not for forward progress when it wasn't and it was a fumble, or is yeah. it the, or is it the Austin Safarian Jenkins fumble in the end zone to, back to the twenty yard line for the for the Patriots? Like forward progression one was very tough. <laughs> <laughs> so tough. Oh my god. I want to like I want I wanted to rip my shirt off. Like I couldn't believe it. It's but insane. 17-3. The- it could have been 17-3 and ended up being 10-6, bro. It's tough and what there's there's a few things to it. What's tough is that it was 10-6. 
but then ended up being 19-6 or 19 to 10. Like they scored 16 straight points in our face after that play. We as a team, like Robert Sala was heated, everyone was heated. We as a team could not shake that play. Yes. Because the, the it fans was too. so yeah, the, the fans, fans too. It was quiet. I will say that. Like, I know. Of you, know. you know, yeah, you know, you know why it was quiet, Greg? Because you know how many points we scored until uh one minute left in the fourth quarter? Zero. Zero. I know. Zero. No. So okay, like quiet. Yeah, I'm gonna curse you out. Like, like, yeah. what, like what, what? What? We booed Zach Wilson. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys heard that. Like, yeah. Like, what? What do you want us to do? Like, should we get up and cheer? Like, we're, we're cheering third downs. Every third down, everyone stood up know. and we're cheering. Like, listen, at some point, you guys got to put your money where your mouth is, right? Like, the Jets defense put your money where your mouth is. You guys did the fireworks at twelve. You made us come in. You did this whole campaign about how we need to go early because you, you guys suck at bringing us in because you have this massive stadium to fit all these fans. But your concession sucks when during halftime and it's packed to get in. So you you're trying to alleviate it. Like, come in. Give us a home field. And we did it. The first half, we were all together. We all did it. And then you gave up three damn turnovers. The refs killed us. And the refs killed you guys and us at the same time. You guys didn't respond. And so neither did we. We responded to you. You know what I yeah. mean? And here we are, man. Like, like Quincy Williams makes some freaking tackles. He missed two blatant tackles today. I'm, I'm, you talk about erratic. This guy is either the best linebacker. Yeah, the he's either laying the up the Twitter linebacker sphere. I've ever seen in my life, bro. Yeah. It's insane. I can't. I can't. It's the same with Zach Wilson. Today, he's making like six zip throws and otherwise doing lobs to the other team. Like that Mac Jones interception. It was so funny. At first, it just looked like he just like lobbed it into the air. And everyone's like laughing. I'm like, no, no, it was definitely tipped. And then they showed like the slow replay. Huff tipped it. Yep. You know why, Greg? Because in my brain, like, yeah, quarterback can do that because Zach Wilson can make that interception throw with nobody touching it. Yeah, I've seen it, it before. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Saints, anyone, Mark Saints, yeah. all my quarterbacks can. Hackenberg, yeah, sure. Anyone, anyone, dude, anyone can make that. Like, that's a typical Jets interception. So I'm like, yeah, but th- that's how much my brain is warped. But the defense played well. Like, shout out to Michael Carter. He had two interceptions and a pick and then touchdown. I don't care what anybody says. Shout out to him, even though he fought with Whitehead for one. He he did the Aaron Judge Bader. I I I thought that was gonna happen in my brain. Mosley dropped one. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, that was a that was one where it was tipped at the line. So it oh, was, was mo- it? It, yeah, it was moving weird. It hit off his like shoulder plate. Or oh, it was us. it was either tipped at the line or it was tipped like on its way to him. So he was looking to catch it in his in his chest and it yeah. hit him in his shoulder. Oh, okay. So I mean, and he was pissed about it. I will say this about the John Franklin Meyer thing, and it is what it is. But go on that drive, I remember watching. I was talking to my dad. I was just like, "This is the old Jets give up a touchdown here," because I forget what happened leading up to the John Franklin Meyer something. But something happened where we did something, or like we just had like a bad drive or something like that, or. Whatever it was. Right oh, no, before. we threw an interception. We threw yeah. a pick. So they got the turnover on downs. Then we threw a pick. And I was like, this, if, if the Jets are the same old Jets, we give up a touchdown here. Cause that's what we do in previous regimes. We get the interception. But as soon as I saw him catch the ball, I had no, I knew it was going to be a penalty. I had oh, no excitement. Yeah. I was not jumping up and down. Because in the bottom of the screen, like John Franklin Myers now done this twice. Both times you've had the side of the Jets, which I agree with, 
both times I've been against John Franklin Myers, but it's not really against the Jets. But, dude, he hits him so late after he threw it. It's just like, dude, the guy's catching the ball when you're hitting it. Or no, when no, he's not, not, not today, not today. It wasn't that well, late. Dude. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look it up. Because it wasn't it that just, late, dude. It was right there. It was right there. Mac Jones just plays so dead obvious. every time he gets hit. Mac Jones plays dead. Every, look, yeah. watch him get hit. He literally, he loses all. He, he literally plays. He, he's limbless every single time. He just <laughs> well, yeah, well, he's, he gets, and then he gets back up. That's the Tom Brady method, man. You you gotta stay dude, smooth. You gotta stay pliable. This is Bill Belt. Look, look, man. It's it's so obvious. Like. The Green Bay, when you're in Green Bay, the calls that they're getting in Green Bay, it's so obvious. Oh, I mean, yeah, the refs are, are like, especially when they're playing the Patriots, is insane. Like we, were, we, like, we were talking a little bit, like, during the game. Listen, if you're a veteran quarterback or a veteran coach, you get these calls. Unfortunately, we had the opposite of that. And we happened to go into these historic stadiums versus historic coaches, right? Like, he broke the record today. That stupid idiot, Billy B. <laughs> I hate him so much, dude. I hate him so much. He's I the worst. I can't stand Bill Belichick, man. He 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 really, man. I can't believe we lost. And now, now, Greg, Jets, yeah. in Foxborough after the bye week. So it's Jets Bills at home next week, bye week, and then Jets Pats. Patriots also have a bye week, the same as us. It's going to be a must win. We're going to have to play this team, this exact same team with this film and this coach. And we have two weeks to get better. So, yeah, I think we will, man. I think, I think James Robinson will get more comfortable. I think we'll figure something out when it comes to blocking at the running back position because we need it because this offensive line is hurt. I think the offensive line will get more healthy. I think the defense has played pretty good, man. There was one tweet out there I saw, which I'm not sure who sent it, that said, like, uh, C.J. Mosley's turning into a first and second down linebacker, and he just needs to come out on third down. You know, I don't know how I feel about that, because I feel like he made some great tackles on third down to keep people short. I think he made some good plays, but there is something to it where it's like, I, you know, I, we have to figure something out on third down, because I'll look up the stats here, but it just seemed like the Patriots were converting every chance they got. I mean, it was honestly really tough to watch. Third down officially. I guess I guess they slowed down a little bit. They were six of nineteen by the end of the game, but I think they started out three for three. And they obviously had a game plan. What worries me is just Zach Wilson, man. He looked like he took a major step back today. And I get that with a with a young quarterback, there's gonna be steps forward and there's gonna be steps back. I mean, we saw it with Mac Jones last week. There was a major step back there. And, you know, he played well today. Our guy didn't. But, you know, 355 yards. Everyone talk about Zach Wilson not throwing the ball enough. Threw the ball 20 for 40. You know, it was 20 for 41. So he threw the ball plenty today. Yeah, I wish we ran but, more today. <laughs> but this is what we've been saying the whole time. I don't want Zach Wilson to throw the ball a ton because that means we're losing. Like, we yeah. should be running the ball. We should be playing solid defense. And we need something on special teams. We need something to happen on special teams besides on I love Justin Hardy, though. Oh, oh, he's been incredible on the punt covers and kick covers and stuff. But well, okay, so let me talk. So let me ask you this, so so we can get out of here. Zach Wilson, let's just you know throw it out there that he gets wrecked by the Bills. Are you throwing in Mike White for no. the Patriots game coming out here, or are you are you putting him in for this Bills game? Like, no matter who our quarterback is, the Bills are the best team in the league. 
but it's yeah. going to look really bad because we're at home, number one. So the fans are going to let him know I'll be there screaming like an idiot. <laughs> like, a, you know, what do you think? Before we get out of here, too, again, I said there were some highlights or some 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 good things, some positives to take away from this game. Garrett Wilson, when the, when the chips are down, Garrett Wilson's there to play 115 yards today. He looked really good. He was making plays. The defense, again, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed showing up, playing very well. So, again, I had a secondary, too. Whitehead and Joyner are playing pretty good. So Dude, Sauce Gardner is unreal. Oh, he's incredible. I'm, I've been saying it from the beginning. I'm, I'm, Zach, I'm a Zach Wilson, or uh, I'm Sauce Gardner guy. DJ Reed's yeah. really good, too, man. Dude, he might be one of the best signings. He might be. I don't. I haven't looked at all of them yet, but he might be one of the best signings this offseason by any team. I mean, he's twenty. Was he twenty five? He's young. I think he's still on one of his first contracts, if not his first contract. Like he's young. He's a voice in the locker room, like Alex talked about. He's playing lights out. I'm very happy about him. Um, Could I say one thing? Can I keep it positive? Yeah, sure. Let's talk positives. I'm happy to talk positives. Jets are six out of seven that make the playoffs. There, so it goes Bills number one. We'll see what happens today. Chiefs number two, Titans number three, Ravens number four. Those are the divisions. Yeah. And then it's three wild cards. The Dolphins are five and three. The Jets are five and three. And the Bengals are four and three. Yeah. Yeah. It, to me, and to me, it was just again, as long as you're not last, because then you play the Chiefs or the Bills first. Yeah, you're good. You got you got to be at least six. That's the only way you could at least advance one round. You have a chance. You got to be at least six. And again, another positive to throw on top of it. Zach Wilson played terribly today. Three interceptions to absolutely nobody. Like we almost won. We almost won. We lost by five, John. We lost by five points. It was a one score game. And Zach Wilson played probably definitely his worst game of the season. But it's one of the worst games of his career today. I don't know. No, I, I think the other Patriots game was worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why I said one, that's why I said one of. That's why yeah, I said one yeah. of. That was definitely worse. I think mean, four interceptions, but yeah. this is three interceptions. Like I it's think not that was in good. A half, too. I think that was in one half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, was, yeah. To me, what to me the biggest thing that took took the I don't know the steam out of the sails a little bit, whatever the wind out of the sails a little bit was the whole Zach Wilson's progression. Right, second half of the season after he came back, much better with the football, looked a lot better. Again, injured this year, came back looking pretty good with the ball, taking care of the ball, and then, boom, this is a huge step in the wrong direction. But, again, this is just one game. The problem is, to your point, now he has to bounce back against the Bills. It's tough to do. They're the best the team Pats. in football. Right, then he has a bye, and then it's the Pats again. So, dude, I think I think this is a winnable game. Like, I think that, again, it was one score. It was one touchdown. It was one big play away. We get Corey Davis back. We get Max Mitchell back, maybe Fant. And all of a sudden, we're in Foxborough. We're the Road Warriors, man. Like, there's anything could happen. It was a one-score game. It was. It sucked to watch because it was just boneheaded plays that killed us. But the range of emotions is just too much, man. Like going to this game, we knew it was really important. So of course we're hyped. And then it was supposed to be seventeen three. And then in one second, I thought it was about to be ten <laughs> ten. You know, what I mean, I'm like, oh my goodness, like we're about to go from seventeen three to ten ten in one second. They held up. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? And yeah. then we just fell right on our face in the third quarter. Just we, horrific, man. And we I thought we can overcome the, 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 the shank punt. We can overcome the missed field goal. But honestly, we, we couldn't talk. Maybe if there was some more time for, you know, to cap off this emotion at the end there, 
that touchdown to to like that t- touchdown drive was exactly. I mean, of course, I don't want to say exact because it wasn't, but very similar to the Browns. You know, the same route yeah. that Corey Davis ran. Of course, it wasn't as open. Like then he just he was a couple plays later touchdown, and for uh, a second there. Of course, we've already burned their, all of our timeouts, but I was like, yo, all these people that left the stadium, like, this is going to be an all timer. This is going to be, this is like, this is, this is another day in the learning curve, uh, for Jets fans, right? Like, we, we're, 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 we're starting to grow, like, game by game. Like, we're all growing together. Like, the Baltimore game, Jets sucked and we sucked, right? Cincinnati, I think the fans are a little bit better, but the Jets are really bad. So we all sucked together. And then we started getting it together, the Miami game. And now we have fireworks to tell us when to go in. We're starting, we're starting to get into a groove here. And then now we're going to have the Zach Wilson stuff. I thought, I thought it was going to be, uh, I thought we we're going to have for a second. I thought we we're going to have a conversation like, you got to stay till the end. You got to believe in the Jets. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Yeah. One last positive thought. I will, I don't know. We'll end on this if you want. I never felt like we were out of the game today. I never felt like pack it in, put Mike White in, bench Zach Wilson. I always felt this game like, let's keep fighting. Zach Wilson doesn't make a back-breaking interception. We have a chance, and let's keep fighting. And to your point, I was just thinking about the Cleveland Brown game. Like, we have a chance. We can get an onside kick. We're the only team in the league that's done it so far this season. Let's freaking do it again. Like, let's like let's go. And we came up short. It sucks. Again, a one-score game against our bitter rival that's beaten us a zillion times to nothing in the last few times we played. It's a young quarterback, Bill Belichick specialty. We're going to get better. I feel confident about this team moving forward. Must win. Must win versus the Patriots now. Like, if we beat the Bills, yeah. if we beat the Bills, then it's not a must win. Like, we're all, we're still we're good. It would be nice, but we're still good. For the most part. <laughs> that Jets-Patriots game after the bye week is going gonna, is gonna to tell a lot about this team. But, of course, the Jets come back and upset the Bills. That would be crazy. Any last thoughts here? Crazier things have happened. No, I mean, like you said, if we go one on one in our next two, we're heading down the stretch. We need we, it. We, we need thought it. was going to be the best part of our schedule, the easiest part of our schedule. It's looking like it's going to be, and we would be six and four. Like that's Playoffs. fine. That's Playoffs. a great spot to be in. So, and listen, man, today sucked, but I think there's positives. I don't think sell the team. I don't think we have to tank for C.J. Stroud or whoever's going to be the top trade quarterback. I don't. That's going to be the thing. My, <laughs> Uh, Joe Douglas is going to tell us how to feel about the rest of the season come the trade deadline. If Joe like Douglas that. does something nutty and trades for a quarterback, then he thinks we're all in. He thinks we have a chance to make a run, and then I'm all in on that. If he doesn't, then it's just let's play Zach Wilson as much as possible. Let's figure out what we have with Zach Wilson. Let's try to make it work because I don't think just signing or drafting another a rookie quarterback at the top of the draft class is going to change anything. It's going to be another three years for him to learn. We're going to waste all our good players. I think if it doesn't work out with Zach Wilson, it's going to be sign a veteran guy and try to make a run type deal because it seems like Joe Douglas is great at trading and grading signing people. Okay. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. This is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough couple of weeks, but we have, <laughs> we have more, more positive news here. We got a really big guest on, uh, coming in next week, uh, for the Jets. Um, maybe put us, maybe put us on the track. Uh, I know he was feeling some type of way about Zach Wilson today, so uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll get his thoughts uh, on the Jets. And man, I hope the Bills lose tonight. We're we're uh, we're on that mode. Oh uh, yeah, you, big Green Bay fans tonight. Let's get it done. Yeah, I'm about to wear. Yo, you know what? 
Oh, I have a winning picks weekly question for you, but I, we could have. I could talk to you. After. Up, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have a, I have a first et half. Time. Uh, yeah, this is et cetera <laughs> portion. I have a first half. These the better teams are going to kill the bad teams parlay going. Okay. And it's like 200 to win 1100. And it was the Eagles first half minus six and a half. The who else was the other big favorite today? The Dallas Cowboys minus six and a half first half and the Bills minus six and a half first half. Oh. Do I hedge that out or how, how do I hedge it out? Do I take the Packers first half? Is there a cash out option? There's no cash out option. They took it away on FanDuel's sons of Sons of guns. <laughs> so do I put like 500 on the Packers plus six and a half? Or should, do I try to middle it? That's a tough one. Tough one. All right. Nothing stood out to you right away. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're listening to this, I'm winning P Weekly on Twitter. We're <laughs> winning P Weekly on Twitter. He's Jay Malika. We're Nick's Jets, Nick's Jets, et cetera, on Twitter. So, you know, find us on there. Let us know what you think. Should I hedge it out? Should I not hedge it out? <laughs> I just keep thinking about that guy today that was that was circling the internet who had the two touchdown scores. I don't know if you saw that. No, he had he had like three guys hit, and then he had Derrick Henry in the four o'clock window, and then it was like, should he hedge out or not? It was ten bucks to win twenty five grand, and then I forget who the other guys were. And of course, he hedged out, so he took twenty five hundred, I think, and he would add twenty five thousand. Little winning Derek. picks weekly, little winning picks weekly, and this etc. Today, yeah, uh, ride ride with John and Greg. All right, you know what it is. If you haven't liked this podcast already, what are you doing, man? Hit us up on the Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period, YouTube page. Like and subscribe there. Hit us up with your comments. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, everything. Spotify, Apple, leave us a five-star review there. Winning Picks Weekly, we're on the Twitter. Winning P Weekly on YouTube. I'm Jay Malika. It's been a tough one. Be back at Jet Life next week. Man. Lastly, I don't even know if you're still here, but I forgot to mention it. I think Elijah Moore should be traded. All right, we'll see. Come deadline. Let's go Joe Douglas. For him. For him. For him and us. I would love, in my fantasy world, Greg, Elijah Moore for Claypool. That would be nice. That would be fun for me. That would be cool. I don't, I don't see Pittsburgh doing that, but that would be cool. All right, we out. Hey, what's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. And not with me today is my buddy, my cousin, pal, the man, the plan, the one only, John Malika. And not with me today is video producer extraordinaire, Greg. So it is just me solo dolo today. John and Greg recorded before me because I had to do a Knicks fan uh, TV live post game today. So I'm coming at you, Jets Nation, with a recording afterwards. We don't even know each other's thoughts. That 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 is how fresh all of this is. I don't know what John had to say. I don't know what Greg had to say. This is just me. I'll, I'm definitely going to obviously hear it later. I can't wait to hear our, if we have the same viewpoints, different viewpoints. And then we all get to talk about it later this week. So it will be fun. It will be great. This is going to be a good science experiment. We'll see how all this plays out. But what happened today, do we really need to get into it? Yes. Yes, we do. Because I know how all you're feeling. You're all feeling like how I did when I was watching this game. Pissed, upset, aggravated, annoyed. Because we lost to a Patriots team that, quite frankly, isn't much better than us. We beat ourselves today. It was a lot of mistakes on the Jets' part that 
led to a 22-17, which even though the score doesn't really represent how bad of a loss this was, was still a bad, it was just, it just sucked. Everything about this sucked today. And I really, 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 really can't stand how the Jets just played below their standard of what we saw the last couple of weeks. They went on a four game winning streak, right? With, they went, they went on a four game winning streak and it's all busted. All right. Zach Wilson beat Pittsburgh. Zach Wilson and the team, I should say. Zach Wilson and the team because Zach Wilson helped to lose us this game today. Zach Wilson and the team helped us beat Pittsburgh. We beat, uh, we beat, uh, we beat the Broncos. We beat the Packers. All right. Road Warriors. You know, we were doing a very good job, and, and we also defeated the Dolphins, too. Can't forget them as well. We defeated all all four of those teams. One home, three away, we're road warriors. Home to face the Patriots, and we decide to stink it up. So let's get into this. Let's, let's break this all down, try to make sense of it. I know the hot topic. It's Zach Wilson. I get it. I'm frustrated with him, too. I'm going to save that for the end because I feel like that's going to be a longer discussion. And I want to save that for the end, then rather just talk about it up front. So, but before we all get into that, if you haven't done so, please make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, all those good things, wherever you get all your podcasts, whether it's YouTube, Apple, Spotify, whatnot, make sure to give us that rating, hit the like button, do all that good stuff because why it helps us create more content and it's just a free way to support us. Come on, support us. Don't you like what you're hearing? I mean, obviously you're tuning in. So let's get into this. Like I said, Jets beat themselves up, but let's talk about this defense first because my goodness, they just allowed, we couldn't stop, we couldn't stop, uh, we couldn't stop Stevenson. We could stop Harris. We couldn't stop anybody in the running game. And even in the passing game, it went back to Stevenson. Like, good ward, man. Good ward. The, the running back situation, John always talks about how the running backs can get out into the open field and score on us. And our, our front seven couldn't, couldn't stop them. The run game, you know, Stevenson had Stevenson had 16 carries for 71 yards. Longest was a 35 yard run. You also had Harris who had 11 carries for 37 yards. You know, and then you had Stevenson out of the receiving game. Running backs out of the backfield always give us a problem. Seven receptions for 72 yards off of eight targets. He didn't score a touchdown in either one of them, but he just helped Mac Jones and the rest of the Patriots set themselves up to get the scores that they needed, whether that was field goals or the touchdowns. Ah, man, or I should say touchdown because it was just a field goal affair. But the defense just started off fine. It started off fine, like the running game started to get going, but opening the second half where the Patriots just attacked us every single time, it just felt like we couldn't do a damn thing to stop them. Nothing. They would just get the ball. They would just get it out to the running back. And they just get so many more yards on us, right? Or they would just find the passes because once you start having to guard the running back, it just opens up the game for the receivers. And that's where you get, uh, Jacoby Myers for his nine receptions for 60 yards and his TD today. It's just, it's just stuff like this, man. And like the defense could have played a lot better. They could have just made sure to cover their assignments. Like they did okay job for the most part, especially in the first half, second half, like just allowing the Patriots to get the ball and march down the field with such ease is just, it's just so aggravating because that's really was a turning point. Once they got that touchdown, it was smooth sailing for the Patriots to win this game. 
Defense needs to be better, especially when it comes to governing tight ends, when it comes to guarding guys out of the backfield. Now, Hunter Henry and Jonah Smith didn't really go go crazy on us. It was really the running backs and Jacoby Myers. That, that was it. It was Stevenson and Jacoby Myers. Those are the only two guys to have like to have more than four receptions and go and go get numerous yards on us. That was the only thing. The Patriots didn't do anything crazy. It was that our defense decided in critical moments to allow them to to march down the field and have a good time of possession. Okay? Like you wa- you look at this game, Patriots had a nice time of possession. Patriots had 35 minutes and 34 seconds to the Jets, 24 and 26. So the Patriots not were only able to run the ball and make sure they ate up a lot of clock, keeping it out of the Jets' hands, kept their defense out there, and made them tired. So the Patriots, it's not that they had freaking uh, Mac Jones out there killing us, all right? He threw 24 for 35 for 194 yards. He didn't do anything impressive. Defense just allowed the running game. And it just... Not even the running game. Just allowed Stevenson to attack us at all levels. Just gross. For the most part, though, I can't really be upset with the defense because they did it, I'd say, 75%. 75%. They helped to stay in this game. They limited the pages to mainly field goals. It was only one touchdown that they gave up. One. So the defense did their thing. For the most part, 75%. They don't allow that touchdown. Maybe could have been a different game, put some pressure on the Patriots to really try to score. But for the most part, I'm not upset with the defense except for that. Because coverage-wise, you had Sauce Gardner doing his thing. DJ Reed was doing his thing. I mean, Michael Carter II should have had a pick six. He should have had a pick six on a bullshit uh, John Franklin Meyer uh, roughing the passer. All right? I don't, th- these refs really irritate me with some of these calls today as well. That... That roughing the passer was so ridiculous because later on in the game, you have Zach Wilson getting the same type of treatment after a throw has been made where a defender is throwing his body on him, but no one's making that call. No one's making that call. You have you have wide receivers pulling on Sauce Gardner, which is the technical definition of offensive pass interference, literally grabbing his jersey, but they're not going to call that. Refs are okay to call everything for the Patriots. I need to know how much Bill Belichick pays these guys because it seems like the Jets need to up ante up and start getting these calls, especially on home turf. But overall, like I said, not too angry at the defense. I thought they did their job for the most part, especially in pass coverage. They did a really good job. Our secondary is just has just been on point. The front seven needs to be better when it comes to uh, protect when it comes to defending against the running back out of the backfield. That just needs to improve. Offense. You see what happens when we don't have Corey Davis uh, as a weapon out there. You, you start to see what happens when you don't have Brees Hall. It's just tough. This is an offensive-driven league. Brees Hall, you know, the broadcasters we're talking about, he's that he gives you that home run ability to really put pressure on defenses and other offenses to try to keep up with us. He was very much so missed today because we now leaned on Zach Wilson. But as much as we leaned on Zach Wilson, we got nothing in the running game. Patriots defense was just stopping us. You got Michael Carter out there for seven carries for 26 yards. You got James Robinson, five carries for 17 yards. Ty Johnson, two carries for six yards. You couldn't do anything on this defense running-wise, so that's why we went to the aerial attack. You know, Garrett Wilson showed up today, six receptions for 115 yards, 
Tower Conklin had six receptions for 79 yards, two TDs. I thought he did. He played. He was outstanding today. Real securing the ball because we know earlier on the season he was fumbling a lot, but he did a good job after the catch and getting getting some yak, man. Same thing with Garrett Wilson. These guys got we we got some weapons on the offensive side. It just comes with steady quarterback play. Don't worry, I'm going to get that get to that. I'm going to get into that. CJ Uzama got his one reception. Michael Carter out of the backfield was okay. Denzel Mims had a long one today. He got a 63 yarder. You know, didn't really. Denzel Mims got three got three. Three pat got three targets, two receptions for for seventy six yards. Eh, okay. This is where you miss Corey Davis because he's a big body. He's a well rounded wide receiver. He puts pressure on defenses, and that's Zach Wilson's security blanket. I think he's wearing that Tyler Conklin is another security blanket, as well as Garrett Wilson. But Corey Davis, you need more weapons. Really shocked that Elijah Moore only got one target today. Um, no catches. Zero 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 across the board. Very weird. Uh I, I I I this is where you have to highlight it because he was really not scripted in these plays at all. He was even off the field for some plays. And that's really mind boggling considering, you know, they brought him back. I get that they're still on eggshells after requesting a trade and whatnot and going public with that. Uh and having Ian Rappaport report that. But you can't have hard feelings. You're trying to win a football game. And if you're trying to make amends, Michael Four, man, you got to call up some schemes to get this guy involved. I mean, we're doing end arounds for Garrett Wilson. We'll do an end around for Braxton Barrios. Where's Elijah Moore? Where's Elijah Moore? You know, and, and for Michael Four, where are the quick passes to help settle in Zach Wilson? Stem with these dropbacks, try to just go attack downfield. I get that we're trying to get chunk plays. But where are the short plays to really help us? We had we had some of them out there. I'm not saying that Michael Four was was missing all, all of them, but I felt like we could have done a lot more in order to really get Zach Zach Wilson into rhythm. Considering that our offensive line was just getting somewhat manhandled today by the Patriots front seven. Offensive line, if I had to give them a grade, it'd be like six out of ten for how they did today. Patriots have a good have a solid front, but. You got to be able to run on these guys. We couldn't establish the run game. You allowed Zach Wilson, uh, even though Zach Wilson got sacked, I believe, once today. Uh, oh, he got sacked twice. Yeah, that's right. He got sacked twice. He was sacked twice today. Two, I remember the other one now. Yeah, he got sacked twice. But for the most part, they did a good job protecting him, uh, I thought, to a certain well, to a certain degree. I thought they did a good job. Obviously, the defense was able to cause pressure. Get him out of rhythm. I thought there were plays that Zach didn't really need to scramble out and, and and try to extend the play. But for the most part, offensive line did an okay job. Six out of ten is what I'd give him because I thought there were some plays, especially not being able to establish the run game. Some pass protection was meh, but more so I'm going to put this on the one and only Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson comes out here and it's nice. 355, two touchdowns. The three interceptions suck, man. The three interceptions ruin your stat line. That's why you get a 24.1 QBR. Like, what's with the decision making, man? It just sucks. Honestly, it just sucks. Like, I I I have no idea what this dude was thinking. He is gambling. Too much, even on plays where he didn't even need to gamble. 
I just don't get it. It's like he tried to force one into the touchdown. There's three Patriots hats right around it. And we only had one wide receiver. Try to keep it in bounds. Try to force a touchdown. Why are you doing that? Shouldn't. You're, you're putting it, you're putting the ball into dangerous territory. Don't know why. Why are you underthrowing after you're running out? After you know it's a dead play, why are you underthrowing for, <laughs> for the Patriots to intercept you? It just doesn't make sense. Sure, that guy was out of bounds, but they're not going to overturn it because it's close. But why even put the ball in that position? It's just dumb, man. And then you try to force another one to Tyra Conklin. Like, I just, I legitimately do not get that. I don't. And like, there's four dudes on that play. I don't get the the decision making. And I understand everyone's frustration with Zach Wilson like that. He stinks. He's not this guy. He hasn't really thrown touchdowns like that during games. We've been relying on Brees Hall. And to, to be honest, I hear what you're saying. I don't. I'm not fully ready to say that Zach Wilson sucks. As some of you are saying that he's trash. I think that's very harsh personally because he does have talent. When he has a clean pocket, when he scrambles out, he can find guys. You can't say, oh, look at Garrett Wilson's long reception. How did he get it there? Can't say the same thing for Tyler Conklin and all the touchdowns before the interception. How did he get it there? How did these, how these receivers and pass catchers get it there? Someone had to connect with them. I think the decision-making needs to clean up. I think Zach Wilson forcing himself off his back foot as he's falling backwards and not planted and throwing through needs to stop. That's just the, that's just the, that's just young, stupid quarterback play that we cannot have. Uh, it's one game. I understand the frustration, but I'm not, I'm not there to say that he sucks. Uh, I'm just not there because I think there's still some good things that you could take away and that you got to clean up. I get that as Jets fans that we haven't had a a quarterback to rely on. That is a franchise guy that will be consistent. Um, We can't. I'm still in the belief that you got to work. Some quarterbacks can come in and be a Justin Herbert and you can just throw around over the, they can throw it everywhere and do all those things. That's very few and far between. Very few and far between. Um, Zach is one of those guys I think you're going to need to be a little more patient with and have to allow the offense to establish a good run game for him to feel more comfortable and understand and learn from his poor decision-making. I think that's the type of quarterback that he is. Not everyone's built the same. Not everyone's built the same. So I would like, you know, next week's another week. I can always against the Bills. It's a tough matchup. They are a very good team. They are a very good team. I do not have high expectations. I didn't expect the Jets to go anywhere against this team and compete with them toe to toe against the, I don't, for the Buffalo Bills, I mean. For Patriots, I expected everything. And that's why I'm more pissed because Zach Wilson, and he threw this game away for dumb stuff. He started to press when he didn't need to press. Patriots score a touchdown that he thinks he needs to make something happen. And he didn't. He legitimately didn't need to try to make anything happen. He could have just tried to play a smart sound game, which is what the freaking Patriots did, which is why I'm so annoyed. Patriots don't even do anything good. They just play a start, smart sound game. After the touchdown, you know, we had the missed field goal. That's stuck by Greg's airline. 
Patriots get a field goal. We had to punt. Patriots get another field goal. Throw an interception. Patriots punt. We throw another. We throw another interception, and then that just and then we turn over on downs because we try to force it to Tower Conklin instead of getting five yards. This is just like the dumb stuff I just don't get between Michael Four and, and Zach Wilson. Where is this solid play call, calling and decision making? Just where? Like Michael Carr is good out of the backfield. If you're going to throw a pass attack, can we get Michael Carr into space? Can we stop trying to run him up the middle? Like we saw that work for Brees Hall where you got to get these guys out into space and we continuously try to run up the middle. It just made no sense. None. I don't know what you were expecting to do against the Patriots team who has a good front seven. It's just aggravating. It's just stupid play calling. It's stupid decision making. I'm not fully out. You're going to have some of these bad games. I was not expecting the Jets to win every single game. But Zach Wilson needs to be playing better. Michael Ford needs to call a better game. It's just it's just that simple. You know, the Greg Zerline field goal stinks uh, because if he made it, we're talking about a 22 to 20 game, potentially. Um, who knows? Who knows? It's just really aggravating. This, the Patriots suck too. They're not even that good of a team. <laughs> they're just they're just not even that good of a team. They just make the fewest mistakes. Legitimately, just make the fewest amount of mistakes, which is what kills us. It's what kills the Jets. Like we had, we had four stupid penalties. Like the Patriots had more than us, but we had four stupid penalties that we didn't need to do. We actually could have won. The the dumb mistake, but it came down to penalties and interceptions at the end of the day. Turnovers and penalties are not going to help. Yeah, we we made fewer ter- penalties. We had fewer penalties than the Patriots, but turnovers aren't going to help that as, either. It just stinks. Everything about this sucks. The Patriots, I fucking hate the Patriots. I I I I, I just can't stand them, especially when they're 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 not even a good team. Like they're 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 just not. Mac Jones threw 24 times for 100 complete. I should say, let me rephrase that. Mac Jones completed 24 out of 35 for 194 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Like, what? Like, how can we not beat that? How can we not beat that? How? They only have one touchdown. One. Just very aggravating. Special teams comes down to Greg Zerline. Just missed field goal. I thought special teams was was solid for the most part. Um, they gave up a big return. You know, put the Patriots in easy positions to get field goals. But our defense held, so I can't even be fully mad. It's, it comes down to Zach Wilson, Michael Ford with play calling, man. That's really what it comes down to. I'm not fully out yet uh, on Zach Wilson, but he's got to do better than this. You got to have a good turnaround game. And it ain't going to be against the Buffalo Bills. That team's ready to play. They're hungry. They have, they have championship aspiration goals. They're not, they're not, they're not going to lose. If we could shock them, that'd be impressive as hell, but it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough goal. We're, I would not be surprised if we go 0 3 during the stretch. Not to be surprised. Well, that's all I got. Thank you all for, for listening to my rant for my solo dolo pod of this can't wait to listen to what john and greg say i'm really interested but thank you all for tuning for another jets episode of the nick jets etc podcast catch you later 
this week with another Knicks episode. By the way, on that note, if you haven't made sure, make sure to check out, uh, make sure to check me out over at Knicks Fan TV, uh, where I'll be doing Knicks, uh, where I'll be doing post games, uh, Knicks weekly, uh, game, uh, game of the week matchups, uh, where you can find some of my writing pieces. And also check out my most latest thing over at SNY. I was interviewed by Dexter Henry. Uh, so thank you to him and thank you to SNY and the New York Post for, for putting that together. That was great. Make sure to go check me out over there as well. And uh, catch you later this week for another Knicks and another Jets episode, everyone. We out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc